designed to help you weather the challenging times we're living through. Our reading today comes from Romans 4, verses 13 through 17. And the word of the Lord says this, For the promise to Abraham and his offspring that he would be heir of the world did not come through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath. But where there is no law, there's no transgression. That's why it depends on faith in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all of his offspring, not only to the inherent of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it's written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray and ask for help to understand. Lord, give us the insight that we need. We can't understand your word unless you help us, so we're counting on you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Tried carrying Gibraltar lately? You know, Christianity is unlike any other religion as far as I can tell, because it teaches us that man cannot save himself. If we're going to be saved... God has to graciously do it. All other systems of religion teach that we must do something to be accepted by God. We've got to get busy keeping some kind of law, either a religious law as in the Old Testament, or maybe just a moral law which says to the adherent, uh, I can clean up my own act, clean up your act, uh, resolve yourself to get better. And so the person says, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just make myself more moral. That's the way most people in the world think that you can be saved, that you can make yourself acceptable to God. So if that's the way that most of the world seeks salvation, what's wrong with that? I mean, can all those people really be wrong? Well, yes, they can. The problem with trying to save yourself by becoming more moral has been illustrated like this. Suppose you found yourself in Death Valley, California, which is below sea level. Determined to journey from the lowest place in California to the highest, you set off for Mount Whitney. Your journey takes you out of the valley and up toward sea level. Passing sea level, you begin to ascend the road to the top of Mount Whitney. And finally, you arrive. You've done it. You have changed your elevation. But have you noticed that though you may have changed your elevation, you're still in California. People who want to save themselves by changing their moral elevation, by cleaning up their act, by becoming a, a better kind of person, by becoming more morally upright, well, these people work hard, and they may even achieve some superficial success, but they're still the same condition that they were in when they started, when they finish. They began in a state of sin, but they're still sinners when they finish. They're just a more moral kind of sinner for all their troubles. And that's what the problem is that Paul's talking to the Romans about in these verses. You can never save yourself by keeping any kind of law because merely keeping the law won't change who you are. 
You see, your problem and my problem isn't so much what we do. It's what we are. Unless somebody comes to our rescue who can make us into a whole new kind of person, we're cooked. Fortunately, someone has come to our rescue. His name is Jesus. And that's why Paul told us and the Romans in verse 16 that salvation that we seek depends on faith in order that the promise may rest on grace. I mean, think about it. If salvation came by keeping some kind of law, if God said to you, I will save you, but only on one condition. You have to keep my law. And my law is that you have to lift the rock of Gibraltar off its base and carry it on your back for a mile. Could you do it? You say, well, pastor, that's ridiculous. Nobody can do that. That's exactly the point. If you want to save yourself by keeping law, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to carry Gibraltar. You can't do it. Isn't it wonderful that you don't have to? These verses tell us a refreshing truth. God has the grace you need to be saved, and you enter it by simple faith. Drop Gibraltar and trust his promise, my friend. Maybe you're one of those people who's been trying to put yourself right with God by your own efforts. You compulsively go to worship services. You rattle off rote prayers relentlessly. Like Martin Luther, you go on pilgrimage and climb the Scala Santa on your knees. And then, also like Luther, rise from your knees and say to yourself, who knows if it is so? Dear one, you don't have to do any of that. Only believe. Take God at his word. Trust his promise. Move from the state of sin to the state of grace in one fell swoop. Why try to lift Gibraltar when Jesus has already carried your burden to the cross? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that you've made salvation a matter of grace. We know we can't lift the burden of our sin. How kind of you to provide everything we need for eternal life simply by putting our faith in your promise. Receive our praise today and hear the prayers of any who might be calling on your name for eternal life, for we ask it in your wonderful, matchless name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Join us Sundays for our online service at 9 a.m. or our on-site services at 9 or 11 a.m. And we have an on-site evening service at 6 p.m. as well. Drop by the App Store on your iPhone or the Play Store on your Android mobile device to download our BFC app. Search for BFC Sebring to get your copy. Thanks again for joining us. Stay safe.